2: don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey with the defective characters, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey I'm Mike. James here. I'm Dennis. Yeah, hey, the opinions are around what represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. <laughs> Today we'll be sharing our experience on alcoholism in this episode one thirty-seven of the defective characters podcast. Let's go. Well, hey. All alcoholism. right, alcoholism. Is it 137 or are we past that? I don't know. I might have screwed up. I don't even know. Dennis, look it up just in case I have to make a change sometime as we uh, as we go. James, the last seven days and be extra lengthy because remember we got that that, uh, that person that listens to us that gave us the critique. That it's not long enough yeah, that we we're on go. One thirty-seven. Okay, thank you. That was awfully nice. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's talk about the last seven days, huh? And how gorgeously balmy it is right now. I don't
0: see. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's getting hot in Florida, so I'm getting a little more irritated. But that's all right. I shouldn't be wearing long sleeve shirts with a hood. Uh, we're sitting outside yeah. in a beautiful part of Celebration, overlooking water lilies. And a beautiful, clear pond. Uh, As far as this week, um, I got to go on the new ride. I don't know if I told you that last week. Mm. I did, yeah.
2: You Uh, weren't able to tell us anything about it, though. Can you tell us anything about it at this
0: point? Yeah, I can tell you no.
2: Oh. So, I've gone...
0: I did tell you I got the Universal fast, so I, I think I've gone to Universal two more times since the last podcast. I just go... I did did something fun. I went to Universal the day before yesterday. I went and rode the Velocicoaster. And I was like, I'm going to go to Harry Potter World. But first, I'm going to go watch the new Dumbledore movie. So I went and watched the movie. I was like one of three people in the theater, which was amazing. Watched the movie. Then I went to Harry Potter World. And it was pretty cool to be able to do that. Like, there's only one place in the world you can do that. And I did it. And that's all
2: I got. Oh, I almost sneezed all over the place. Uh, do you guys ever hold your sneezes? I heard it kills yeah. brain cells.
0: It kills tiny mouse. I don't know uh. if it
1: kills brain cells, but I don't do it. because.
2: Have you done. ever done it? Maybe. I, I, once, do it. I once almost sneezed on another human being, and that was the first time I tried to. Unfortunately, it was unsuccessful, and I did sneeze all over them.
0: That's disgusting.
2: What would be, what would be the worst thing, okay? So if you had a choice, and I'll just ask Dennis because, you know, De- I, I feel like James, he's a little bit more highbrow, and then I'm lowbrow, and Dennis is, is nobrow. So <laughs> when, it, when it comes to if it was somebody that you were on a date with and you had a choice between passing gas in front of them, peeing your pants, or sneezing on them, what would be the order of worst...
1: To the best. Well, I think being in my pants would probably be pretty bad. Worse. But sneezing on someone is pretty gross. Really? Like, because then, like... Like, the the other two are, like, embarrassments for myself. But, like, sneezing on someone, that's, like, a physical, like, altercation. But that's going to for- be remembered forever. I feel like that's
2: forgivable, though, because everybody sneezes. Oh, yeah. Not many people would, would have, yeah. have the gall... To pass gas, and like it's yeah. audible, it's audible gas passing.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would not do that. Yeah, I would I, I, do I'm that. not saying that you'd do
2: it, I but know. if you had no choice, which which would be the worst?
1: I would still probably say the pee in yourself. <laughs> because then what do you do for the rest of the night it's not over Mm. you know oh no no this is the very beginning of the date yeah and you can't you can't change so you still have to go out in public yeah you can't that would be the worst and then probably the second worst would be the sneezing on someone dude stop trying to throw (laughs) stuff in my coffee (laughs) did you get it in
2: no uh how about you highbrow you had a choice What's the best or what's the worst? Uh,
0: well, the best is is farting in their general direction or the Dutch oven farting, oh, yeah. farting and pulling the covers he, over. He's, but the, he's he, the highbrow. He huh? finds enjoyment. I'm married. It's all good. Yeah, well. You can't touch.
2: <laughs> you can't <laughs> touch. And also, you can't touch up in the beginning of the date unless you start the date in bed, and and that's a whole that's a whole other I, thing. I only think in married terms. Oh. Yeah, he
1: he wakes up with his date every morning. Yeah. Well, that's.
2: <laughs> That's nice. I'll I'll go next. I'll go next. So I uh, I mentioned and I haven't shown you guys, but so I was trying to figure out what I'm going to do to propose in a week and a half. Okay,
0: oh, I she, forgot does, all about that.
2: Does she listen to this podcast? At no, all? she does not. Okay. The, I, I group this in as part of my recovery. So whenever I say go to celebration, she just assumes the worst. Uh-huh. You know is is happening. So I. Uh, you guys know the country singer Jason Aldean or you know the name anyway? I've heard the name, yeah. So so I asked him for any tips on how to propose and he's like, well, Why don't you just put the ring in the bottom of a, a beer glass and then she's <laughs> like <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> do you think I should do that? No, I mean I'm not gonna be the one drinking
1: it. So that's like probably the most country answer you could have got. <laughs> like, just put it in the bottom of beer it glass and like find a cow, insert it in the rectum.
2: <laughs> you know, rectum? I don't even know them. <laughs> uh, so I uh, I asked him and he said that, and I said, well that's that's terrible. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. So instead. I reached out to the country singer. We did talk about that. The country singer that uh, sings our song. I didn't think I was going to hear back last week. And I did. And he sent me uh, two videos like a. No way. Yeah, like a short 10 second like, teaser video like, hey, I, I think Mike has something he wants to ask you. And then a congratulations. Oh, so that's cool. I cut it up into. I took our song. So, his song, technically, and I put a I did a video montage of the pictures that we've taken that she's liked and she's posted from the beginning to the end and I kid you not, it set it up for me, and the exact length of the song, including like the outro of the song uh made it uh made it work out so I think I'm going to just give that to her originally, it was going to go to um we, I'm going to be in Savannah, but I was going to do a thing where I get uh, the bench that's in Forrest Gump. You yeah. know that bench? Yeah. So apparently people vandalized in Savannah the bench in Forrest Gump.
1: Oh, I believe it. They've so been-
2: so they had to take it out of there. So it's um. no
1: longer there.
2: So yeah, so we'll just be, we'll just be, uh, I think instead... Around the area that the bench was. Yeah, and right. I'm going to say, hey, take a picture of us. And after we take pictures, then I'm going to have her sister, who's taking pictures of us, say, oh, you got a text. And then I'm going to say, oh, the text isn't for me. It's actually for you. And I'm going to play the video. Oh, there you what go. What do you think? I like that. Oh, you like That's that? Cool. Okay. Is she so. going
1: to be expecting it? No. Or is it going to be a complete surprise? <laughs> no, but she's expecting
2: yeah she's no, she's she's not. she's not no she, she she's she got uh she's got the birth controls so you know as as the ladies sometimes do jinx stop. there's at some point that that trash is going to be tossed in this coffee you're not really oh, you drinking that anyway yes. yeah good job okay the last seven days dennis <laughs> stop fingering your coffee just <laughs> okay. get it out of there just don't drink <laughs> what? it what huh
1: no. <laughs> you're dirty. We're not going to say that. Talk about the last week. My last week, I don't know what I did last, last week. I'm working on building a website. James isn't happy with it, but he's never happy anyways, so... That's me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but that's about it. I went to some meetings. I played some Minecraft, doing the NFT thing. Hung out with Steve and... And the good old Dr. Ray, a bunch. Um, That's about it. That's Main that's focus sick. is like this website, trying to figure out how to build a website. Just coming along. James is just being a brat.
2: Okay, how'd you come up with the topic? You came up with the topic this week.
1: Well, I did it as a joke because we in the text messages or whatever, yeah, we're figuring out what day we were going to film <coughs> or uh, record, not film. And I just like said the topic will be alcoholism as a joke because it's always about alcoholism as a general. And then y'all like just went with it. And I guess we're going to talk about alcoholism.
2: There were actually many weeks where the topic was nothing to do with alcoholism, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Christmas Vacation.
1: But that uh, was all about alcoholism. <laughs> I mean, except for like the ones where we talk about movies for 30 minutes. That's weird. Well, yeah, I (laughs) – whatever. No, that's great. Do you want to go first or do
2: you want to take the back end? James, why don't (laughs) – hey, whatever you want. Just stop fingering your coffee in front of me. Okay, uh, so uh, the topic alcoholism actually at the morning meeting. So if you were there, hey, hey, kind of a double dose. But I think we'll probably – since Dennis didn't share even though I was nudging him – Today, I brought it up as a topic because of Dennis, um, and I figure, James, you've got a lot of tasty nuggets that you can probably bring into this uh, as far as what alcoholism means to you today, maybe the alcoholic, uh, your feeling on that, and, uh, and what do you want to share? Are you blocking the sun? Tasty Nuggets by James. So it's
0: funny, we were sitting in the meeting, and I, I I poked Mike, I was like, "What? what's the topic for the podcast? He's like, alcoholism. I looked straight at him, I was like, I dare you to bring it up for the morning meeting. Sure enough, <laughs> when Richard said, who's got a topic? He raised his hand, I was like, he's doing it, he's doing the dare, he's doing the dare. And he brought it up, and it was a good topic, and a lot of people connected with it. And uh, I mentioned in my share that, you know, I was really present with this meeting, and listening to all the shares and I I got a lot out of it and I also stated that a lot of times I'm I'm not listening to the shares. I don't know if I should have put myself out there like that, but maybe someone needed to hear it. You know, there's probably people who go to meetings and don't hear anything.
1: Yeah, and you were honest and I think that's a good thing.
0: I think a lot of people can tune a lot of things out when they want to because their mind is just racing. And um sometimes I say things and I don't know why I say them and uh, my wife says that's that's just God. He's speaking through you because someone needs to hear that that day. And then I proceeded to talk about um, is alcoholism good or is it bad? I mean, who really knows? but in my experience, uh, alcoholism you know has brought me to my knees and it has destroyed relationships. It's made me do things that I never thought I would do. Um, I've hurt my children, uh, my ex, my family. I've been a financial strain on my parents, on my family. And alcoholism has really been a curse. I shared that in the meeting. I'm kind of regurgitating what I, what I said. But I think Mike liked it. Mainly because I, I looked at Mike after my share and said, Was that a good share, Mike? Mike? Because as an alcoholic, I still want that comforting reassurance that I said something good. He looked at me and said, no, James. No, it sucked. I don't know why you said that, Mike. Just kidding. He didn't say that. He's like, yeah, it's good. Now can I listen to the rest of the shirt? <laughs> um, but I also said that alcoholism is not only a curse. it's It's the biggest blessing that's been in my life. Because I've been able to make living amends to my children, to my ex, to my parents, to my in-laws, to my wife, and continue to make these amends on a daily basis by working a program that I've learned through the principles of the steps of AA. Um, I shared that I have complete freedom today um, to not only get out of my mind when it's racing and filling me up with Bad thoughts. Um, I can get out of those thoughts with the help and the grace of God and focus on the good that I have. I can focus on meditation. I can focus on just being a good person. Alcoholism has given me the freedom to be the person that I never thought I could be. Um, and that's a person that's focused on the moment, focused on the beauty in the day, and and focusing on all the the gratitude I feel today, um, you know, I today I focus a lot less on what I don't have and the things that I think I need, and gratitude really helps with that. So alcoholism is a is a curse to me, and I shared it's it's a blessing, and I'm gonna stick with it's a blessing today. I'm James, and I'm an alcoholic. I can go into a lot more stuff, but someone else has something I want. That were you
2: – Were you? Thank, thank you, James. Were you called an alcoholic before uh, you came into the program? No. I came into the program at 23. I first – the
0: only thing I knew about it was on TV and movies. And I sat in a room in North Miami. This, people were saying I'm an alcoholic. So I was like, no, I guess I'm an alcoholic. So I had no problem saying I was an alcoholic. But I didn't do anything with it for another decade. Gotcha. And, you know, to bring that up, you know, I did not. I always had those things where, am I truly an alcoholic? Like, but then when it got really bad, like, there's no doubt that I was an alcoholic. And that's because of the things I did and my mental obsession. I could never stop Mm. and stuff like that.
2: I just tell myself if I if I drink again I'll lose um everything that I love and is that true? Maybe over time, you know, not immediately. Would I what do I want to lose anything that I have? I like absolutely not. I uh yeah, I was I was called an alcoholic by many people um in joking fashion. Ah, such an alcoholic, or even worse, functioning alcoholic, right because that means that I'm doing everything I can and it's said in uh more about alcoholism the like the last paragraph of the stipulations that a lot of us gave ourselves of if this happens, you ever drinking uh on the job, you'll resign. I actually never said that. I just said N- I'm not going to be able to do my job if i um If I drank, you know, I'm not going to be able to actually work. And and that that turned out to just not be the truth. There was only once that I was uh, doing the job and secretly drinking. Legitimately only once. And I was just, I was hammered. It was a long day. I was pissed. It was longer than I was supposed to be working. So I said, okay, I'm going to drink. And then I drove home, ended up uh zoning out or blacking out or whatever and popping my tire and saying I'm so tired I'm so tired and leaving my car with like a really because it was one of those curbs that has a real sharp edge like a brand new curb and just blew the tire like hard and I don't even know how I drove another mile on this tire that was completely demolished and my wife at the time I'm like I don't know what happened like I have a flat tire you have AAA can you help me I get to work in the morning and she did and never I guess suspected we never talked about that I was drunk she never knew but it's like those things God definitely could have been like that wasn't a curb that was a child you hit a child you're going to jail easily easily could have Uh, I distinctly remember that there were a group of kids like I kept driving for like five seconds. So maybe like a hundred something feet like further that if the timing wasn't right, it could have been kids. It could have been anything. There could have been countless times.
1: That's scary, man.
2: Yeah, but like there's so many things and I'm glad that I am a alcoholic I, I am. I am glad. I, I said Grateful Alcoholic before I actually was because that's what I aspired to be. Just like a lot of actors will say I'm an actor, even though at the time they might just be a waiter or a waitress, you know, because they aspire to be that. Um,
1: I used to say, like, uh, I'm a, a wannabe writer. Or, like, I'm a writer that doesn't get paid or whatever. And then someone says, like, no, you write. You're a writer. You don't have to clarify it with anything else. Yeah. So, um,
2: you know, I I know I am an alcoholic. I have alcoholism, which is a disease um, that I think it's a disease of my mind that uh, tells me a lot about myself that is not true. And... It would tell me so much stuff about myself that wasn't true that eventually after time and time again, it became true, you know, um, where I became lazy at my job and just – I was managing people and I was canceling meetings and not wanting to do it and just kept telling myself, well, I'm still – doing all this stuff so obviously I'm not a alcoholic I'm not one of these um and there are people in my life that when I said I was an alcoholic my immediate family I think still to this day like my brother will say like hey I'm really like proud of you and my father like when it's my anniversary coming up um he's like it really is amazing that you're able to do that. And they don't even know how difficult it really was the first year, two years. You know, the first two and a half years in particular. Since I was a year and a half sober when I, when I moved and tried to keep my sobriety um, without giving away. It was tough. But every single day, I don't think about having a drink or a drug. I think about how I can have a positive perspective. I'll wrap up on this. I had a conversation with somebody who was going through a tough time, and he said, "Yeah, um, you know, keep fighting the good fight. You know, um, hope you win uh, the game today." Meaning, like the game of life. And I said, "Oh, I win. I win games every day." I don't win every game, but every day I win a game of the things that I have in my life. I have my daughter in my life. I have great friends in my life. The only game that I do not have is I cannot drink without uh, putting my life at risk because I don't know. I I, I could easily test myself, right? Go to the bar, have a shot, and be good with it. But that sounds freaking terrible. That sounds like the worst idea ever. Why like I I think you spent many
1: a years testing yourself. Yeah. You don't need to do it again.
2: Yeah, thank you, Dennis. I'm uh I'm good. I mean, James believes in me, but uh that's fine, you know. <laughs> right? You believe me,
1: James? Yes. Yeah, he I thinks think... I could. Uh we'll s-
2: screw it. it. I'm going to go. All right. Okay.
1: Well, <laughs> T- well, take take over. I'm kidding. Next week we'll be talking about Mike's relapse.
2: And also, I'm only joking about this because I know that I'm not in control. I know my higher power is. Um, Grateful for that. Dennis, since you didn't share at the meeting, I would like this to be a solid five minutes. I have put out a poll and you're not talking enough on your shares. I looked and James and I are talking way too much. And instead of us not talking as much, the length of the episodes, I need you to actually share. So dive in and think about what happened the last seven days for next week and think about alcoholism. Now you have almost five years, God willing, of being in the program and over five years of
1: being without a drink or a drug. So, My name is Dennis, and I'm an alcoholic. I'm just going to listen today. Thank you. I'm kidding. Uh, I was told that we're allowed to say that. But every time I've ever said that in a meeting Like my sponsor or someone's like Why didn't you share? But uh Yeah alcoholism I don't know uh, It was interesting About Mike bringing it up in the meeting today Because it <clears throat> It is such a general thing But like Got different perspective of shares Than you would if you talked about like First step or how it was or whatever You know like and I like the what came up like with james share and a couple of other shares of like is it a bad thing is it a good thing and like someone says, like who am i to judge that i don't know it just is and i think that's You're one doing. thing that's one thing i gotta remember is that yeah. it is and the moment that i start trying to think of is it a bad thing or is it a good thing i'm kind of playing that head game almost like trying to justify it like is it like am I looking for an excuse to be depressed about it or feel negative about it or am I looking for like an ego boost or a prideful thing about it but um so I just got to remember that I am an alcoholic and that's all it is um yeah I, I, alcoholism for me like I don't know if I'm happy that I'm an alcoholic I I I know that, like, a lot of things that I did in my life when I was drunk or as a cause of my drinking habits and stuff, I wish I didn't do that stuff. You know, I wish I didn't have, like, I don't have regrets at this point, but I did for a long time. But I still wish there was things that I did differently, especially, like, hurting loved ones and stuff. Um, I'm grateful that I am an alcoholic compared to, like, other types of diseases because at least there's a a solution you know, at least I know, like, because of the fellowship or whatever, I can go and deal with all kinds of problems. Like, I'm getting nervous because there's people walking by. <laughs> but, um, you know, because because of the nature of my disease and the, and the solution that is there, like Alcoholics Anonymous and tw- other 12-step programs is that, like, I can come in here and get help for the problem but then also that solution also helps every other aspect of my life so in a way like i'm grateful for that i'm grateful for having the the fellowship of alcoholics anonymous and all the people that i've met and stuff and all the things that i've learned um Is it a
2: disease?
1: Is it it a disease? Well, I think it is. I think if we look at it as like a disease, as something that affects us that we can't control, you know, alcohol is definitely... You know what I'm saying? Like if I had complete control over it and I was able to make the decisions like with a clear head or whatever, then maybe I would say it's not a disease. But when I was drinking and like things that I did, like I did things that I thought I would never do that at the time I didn't have any control over. And the fact that like I drink one drink and then I got to have two more, three more, and then I'm off to the races, no matter what I think or whatever my plans are, it doesn't matter there's something else working in there that overpowers all of that stuff and i and i think it's easier to look at it as a disease and a disease that has a solution that's not as traditional as like modern medicine's solutions but it works you know what else give me another like like thing i think
2: it's good
1: all right um but yeah i mean i i'll finish with this like alcoholism is is like a condition or a disease or whatever you want to call it that like only we know ourselves if we are truly an alcoholic or not and i think if we're honest enough with ourselves that we are and seek help then there is a solution for it that you can completely recover from that hopeless state of mind or whatever and be live like a better life and become a better person and I think that's like one of the most beautiful things because there's not a lot of things that you can say that about you know that you can completely recover and become a better person live a better life so with that I'll pose for this picture and pass it to Mike.
2: Cheese. Oh, that's there a I good. Go. That's
1: a good picture.
2: Oh no, I blanked. That's what happens if you blank in the past tense, right? I don't know. I'm just I've got a growth. <laughs> Actually, I've it looks like we're the same person, right? Oh, that's crazy. It's a picture you'll never see <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> um, well, you were here for it. So. Yeah, oh, so, so it's God. it's fun. Well, thank you so much for listening, first of all. Uh, we'll be back next week. And James keeps saying he wants another tear and share. I don't know. If, if you like the tear and share, if you're listening and you see us, or you want to reach out to us, we still do have a Twitter. I don't know. Maybe Dennis will actually uh, start looking at it again since he's tweeted over 8,000 times the last week. 12,000. 12,000 last week. What is it again, Dennis? April
1: Fool's.
2: What? Our they Twitter.
1: Like what's, the, what's the Twitter? Uh, at... <laughs> at, at <laughs> char- the underscore character. At defective... Oh, uh, at the underscore characters. Okay. Jeez. Okay, you should log back on.
2: If you like tear and Share, uh, let us know on there or in person. Uh, you can also give Dennis a call. I'll actually attach his <laughs> cell phone number. At the bottom of this, where the defective character is entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, it's called alcoholism, not alcohol wasm. Yep. Dennis, we'll <laughs> see you next time.
0: <laughs>